All right, my friends, welcome back to Your Bible, Book by Book. I'm Pastor Luke, and this is the book of 1 John. Uh, 1 John is, again, another uh, general epistle written by the Apostle John, uh, who also wrote uh, the Gospel of John and 1st, 2nd, 3rd John and uh, the book of Revelation. So um, how we connect John with the Gospel of John um, is a lot of things. It's a lot of the themes that he uses are very, very similar. One of the things that's very interesting about some of the words that he chooses to use um, is that in his uh, writing, he uses uh, the verb form of believe almost exclusively. I think he uses uh, the noun form of faith uh, one time in in First John, but um, he's he's the one who uses uh, the verb form of believe. Um, exclusively, and so uh, that connects his gospel to his letters um, because he's the only one that does that. <coughs> so you have a lot of things uh, like that in, in both the gospel and in the letters that are connecting them. Another thing is that John writes um, always with a very clear purpose in mind. He tells us exactly uh, why he, he writes. Um, he, he wrote his gospel, um, he said, so that we might believe that Jesus is the Christ and have uh, have salvation in his name. Um, and he clearly tells us that um, in his gospel. And then um, in First um, John, he says he's writing this so that you'll be confident of your salvation, First John 5, 13. Um, so not only does that help us because we know exactly why John is writing, uh, because he gives us his basic, his purpose statement in the book, um, but it also shows us that uh, the author is the same author of both of those books, that um, he, he's willing and, and uh, desires to do that. Another thing that um, we see in John that is different than in many of the other um, letters that we see in the New Testament is that John does not um, write in the same style that Paul writes in. So we have so many letters of Paul that we get very um, familiar with that style of writing. It, and Paul writes um, in a, what we would call a Hellenistic style. Paul is, uh, he was born in, in Tarsus. So what that does, it makes him Roman. Um, and he is what we would call a Hellenistic Jew. So he's Jewish, but he is Greek in, in a lot of the ways that he was brought up in his culture and understanding, um, in his training, his education. Um, and so Paul um, writes in a way that is very linear, which means that, you know, he starts with a, an argument and he ends with an argument. So it, it's progressive. It goes from beginning to end very clearly. Um, whereas John, um, he writes in a much more of a Jewish style, um, which is, is very different than a Hellenistic style, which means that he's going to write in a, a circular way. He's going to write in a way that is um, very uh, convincing in, in its in its challenge. So he's going to challenge a thought. Um, he might take a couple of verses to uh, explain that, um, and then he's going to move on to a new thought, and it's going to and it's going to seem like it jumps around from theme to theme or thought to thought. And then he may come back to a previous a thought or argument um, that he had earlier in the book. Um, but there's no real sense of it being linear. It's more circular. So it kind of has a, a strange pattern for people who are 
Western in their thinking, Western in their um, understanding, um, it looks very different than, than what we are familiar with. So what that means is a um, couple things. One is that if you're reading it uh, as a, a Westerner, um, then you need to understand that it's not going to come uh, it's not going to come across um, as easily as some of the other books of the Bible because it's not linear. Um, and, and that's intentional and that's on purpose. So, but also that uh, as you're reading it, one of the ways that you can try to help to make sense of it is to let each paragraph stand on its own. Um, and, and so you, you instead of trying to connect um, all the thoughts together, um, each paragraph has its own intention, meaning, and and uh, it's not necessarily going to uh, flow from one to the next. So it, it's a little bit, in some ways, like Proverbs in that sense. So if you, when you read through the book of Proverbs, um, the first several chapters flow as a almost like a story, but then when it gets into uh, the the bulk of of the book of Proverbs, um, each proverb kind of stands alone on its own, um, and so. John is writing a little bit like that. Um, each paragraph is kind of its own spiritual teaching, um, and it may come back to a point um, later on, but it, it may not. And so um, as you kind of grasp that understanding, then you, know, you can make a little bit more sense of John's book. The biggest thing that you see in John is that, in 1 John, is that he is writing um, in order to produce basically three things, faith, obedience and fervency, faith, obedience, and fervency. And so um, he, what he's going to do is he's going to use um, a style of if-then um, statements. So if this is true, then this should also be true. Um, and he's going to try to convince or to challenge our thinking, our understanding, our, our believing um, in, in that way. And so one example um, is that, you know, you have in chapter 1, it says this is the message that we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light, in him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. And so he's using, in a sense, he didn't say the word then, but it's implied, it's an if-then statement. If this is true, then this should be true. If this is the case, if this is how God is, then this is how you should be. If this is how God acts, then this is how you should act. Um, and he uses that tactic throughout his book. Um, but he's, in, he's trying to encourage, um, uh, the Holy Spirit is trying to encourage uh, faith, obedience, and fervency. And fervency uh, simply means a um, a heartfelt love, a, a, a radical and a um, authentic relationship that is uh, reproducible in, in other people. In other words, it is an infectious kind of faith. So your faith should not only be something that you believe, it's a verb, um, so it's active, but that it's something that you do, it it's produces obedience. So uh, what John would say is, if if uh, you say you love God, then uh, you cannot hate your brother. Um, that that would be an impossible thing to happen. You can't say that you love a God who you can't see, and then but turn around and hate somebody that you can see. So he's using the if then kind of argument, but he's he's trying to help us to understand an obedience issue, which is that the faith that you have in God should 
produce a an action towards the people that you say that you care for. Um, but it also is moving towards a fervent kind of relationship or a love or a reproducible thing or something that that uh, you desire to see happen in somebody else. If it's, it is authentic in you, then you desire to see it become authentic in someone else. And so when you begin to grasp that those are the, the main concepts of the letter, you know, First John, uh, then a lot of the things that are in John that are a little bit more difficult um, become more easily grasped, that you can get a hold of them and um, understand them, apply them to your life. And, and so John um, is one of those books that is going to be, um, in, in my opinion, a little bit harder to understand. Um, it, it tends to be a little bit more difficult to grasp some of his concepts um, because it is written in a different way. Um, but it has so much to say uh, about the, the Christian life in a different and unique way that it becomes um, a really powerful book um, in our arsenal as we're reading through Scripture. And so I want to encourage you um, not to uh, give up on John. <laughs> I don't know if, if that may be the case for anybody, but, um, but to dive into it even more so because um, it, it will challenge your thinking, it will challenge your life, and, and it will compel you uh, and motivate you to uh, have a faith that really is um, fervent. And, and that's ultimately what we're all desiring in our walk with the Lord is not just that we believe things, not just that we have a change of behavior, um, but that we have a, a deeper uh, love for God and a deeper love for people and seeing that that would be um, that connection that we have with with our God would be replicated in other people that ultimately, if you're a believer, you you should. And, and <laughs> it's always hard to say, you know, what you should do, but you should want to see other people have the same faith that you have. Um, and, and so First uh, John helps us to grasp the concepts that help us to move in that direction, that we're not only believing in God, we're not only trying to obey, but we're, we're actually looking at how this um, becomes something infectious in other people, how we become people who are fervent in our faith. And so I want to encourage you again to read First John. It is your Bible, book by book.